clothing and products for this recording is provided by Proper. Right to the core. Walther Arms, giving you the most powerful deal on the planet. Venture Gear Tactical. Whatever your mission, they protect your eyes and ears. The Gun Cleaners. Increased safety, improved accuracy, and firearm longevity. Primary Arms. Be on target. What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time to listen to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please, if you haven't done so, visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you're a listener to the Black Man with the Gun podcast, there are merchandise there also for them. Please go follow us on Instagram and Facebook and do a search for M-W Tactical on both platforms. We just got back from the NRA annual meeting. And in my personal opinion, it was a complete success for those of us who are fellow content creators or competition shooters. The show was packed with people. There was a few people that stated that the attendance was um, somewhat smaller than what it usually is, but this is only my second time going to the NRA um, annual meeting. And I do believe location plays a big part of that. You know, so by being up north this year and it was in Dallas last year. So I think with it being in Dallas, it was a greater turnout than it was in Indiana. But all in all, I had fun. If you haven't done so, please go um, follow me on Instagram and Facebook and see the pictures that I'm putting up and videos of um, the time that I had out there in Indiana. It was a great turnout, in my personal opinion, the weather was a little bit on the downside for me because it was raining and I felt like I was getting sick for the most part. But um, overall, um, the networking base, it was a complete success. So um, I want to thank everybody who came up to me, shook my hand and stated that they liked the content that we put out. And we're going to keep going forward with that. But here in two weeks, I think it is on the 14th of May, this would be the last episode of the m-w tactical podcast for season one so we're going to take that little break focus more on competition shooting and then we're going to come back with season two so don't fear we will be back (laughs) all right so um one thing i do want to talk about is training in more than one way so of course we do firearms training so regardless if you're a competition shooter or just someone who uh, walks around with a concealed weapon or one who just goes out and just shoots for fun, plinks on the weekend, whatever the case may be. You have to get that training in to stay relevant with the firearm, all right? So it doesn't make no sense to um, go out and shoot and then, you know, just blow ammo because if you're not putting forth the training effort, now you're just paying for expensive sound. Cut that out. Just go ahead and get the training. Look for a reputable instructor and go out there and put in the work So when time is needed, it will be there for you. The other side of training I want to talk about is your physical fitness. So it doesn't matter what you do. You know, if you don't work out, please take the time to do something. You know, just go walk, you know, five miles um, a day um, for two or three days a week. Uh, Ride a bicycle. 
uh, what, 15, 20 miles. Um, my favorite is go do some jiu-jitsu, you know what I'm saying? And we have that campaign that we're um, trying to get crowdfunded, whereas we want to get three officers this year into um, jiu-jitsu training at no cost to them or the department by visiting GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training. Um, if you haven't done so, please come on down here to Columbia, South Carolina and, you know, get in on some of this training that I do, you know, whether it be firearms training or jiu-jitsu training, you know, just hit me up. Let me know you're coming. I'll tell you where to meet me at, what time, and we'll put it into perspective. All right. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is competition. All right. So I was in a conversation a few weeks ago, whereas there was a lot of people who was claiming that competition takes away from the the real effect of when you're going to need whatever. All right. So, of course, we already know competition is something that can be gamed out according to the rules in place to keep it fair in a sense. But the one thing about competition that you got to understand, and let's take the firearm, um, for instance, competition puts it in perspective to whereas you're getting that trigger time. You're getting that time where you have to line up the sights, right? So once again, everything is starting to come into play with the rotation of the firearm and yourself. So competition is just backing up the training that you got beforehand. And either way you look at it, you're going to get better, you know, each time you pull it out, use those sights and pull the trigger, you know? So let's go ahead and take it to um, the series that we call Word on the Street. And we're going to go ahead and kick that off right now. We were invited to be on the Building Better Communities Roundtable discussion again in Columbia, South Carolina on 16 May. The location is to be determined. So look for updates on the M-W Tactical Facebook and Instagram pages when we get the location, date and time for this to be released. So um, once again... I'm honored to say we was invited again to do the uh, Building Better Communities Roundtable Talk here in Columbia, South Carolina. And once again, it's going to be city officials, um, the sheriff, and then the members from Building Better Communities um, hosting this roundtable talk. So um, pretty excited about it and um, hear the discussion from, you know, the citizens of the area. All right. If you are new to the podcast, once again, we are still looking for about four more females who are interested in taking a learning class from American Gun Chick here in Columbia, South Carolina on May 8th through 10th. If you're interested, please call me at 803-250-1256 or email me at info at m-wtactical.com and make sure you put into the subject bar um, training with American Gun Chick. Carolina Gunfellows will be giving a CWP class for South Carolina residents in Beaufort, South Carolina on May 4th. If you'd like more information on that, please email carolinagunfellows at gmail.com. And to wrap it up, um, don't forget we at M-W Tactical, we give a free basic handgun class once a month that is open to the public to get everyone the clear understanding of firearm safety and firearm manipulation. This class is taking place on May 5th. All right. If you want more information on this class, please call me at 
250-1256 or email me at info at m-wtactical.com. We're also doing a CWP class on May 18th. All right, so for those of you who are interested in the CWP class that will be on May 18th, please call 803-250-1256 or email info at m-wtactical.com and reserve your seat today. Um, the seats for these classes do fill up fast, so I would advise you to go ahead and email now to reserve your seat. Now, our feature presentation brought to you by 13th Legion Defense. 13thLegionDefense.com What's up, everyone? Welcome to the M-W Tactical Channel. My name is Michael Woodland, and today we're going to be talking with a fellow competition shooter named Ryan Lee. All right, good people, we are back at it again. Today, I got a fellow competition shooter, one who's an ambassador for the sport, and number two, he's also still serving in the military, about to do an deployment. So I want to welcome Ryan Lee to the M-W Tactical Podcast. How's it going for you today, Ryan? Hey, man, it's going well. And enjoying this beautiful Saturday morning. How about yourself? Hey, it's going better. If I could um, make this uh, shooting competition that I wanted to go to today in um, Augusta. Yeah, tell me about it, man. It's uh, schedule's crazy here lately. I haven't been shooting a lot of competitions since the state match. Yeah, I got you on that one, man. Yeah, I got a wedding to go to today, so um, I'm preparing for that. Okay. You know, amongst other things. So, you know how it goes sometimes. You got to spread the love. Oh, yeah. I feel you. <laughs> all right. All right. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and start it off. I met Ryan at a shooting match uh, a couple months ago. We was on the same squad and everything. And uh, we were just sitting there, just talking, shooting the breeze. And then um, we shot again, maybe like a few weeks later, a month or two later, or something like that, and, and continued the conversation. Um, great conversation, great personality, great energy. And like I said, I really do. You're one of the few people that I enjoy shooting with. Um, can you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about your background in relation to shooting? Okay, yeah. I've always uh, always been into, into firearms and shooting. It's always been one of my biggest hobbies. Um, I joined the military when I was 17. And, of course, getting a qual there, that was a uh, – that was great. They let me go run around with a gun all day and, and, and get free ammo. So I, I didn't see any, any problems with that. Um, and then after that, I just, I, I love to shoot. I was never really big into competition. Um, I always wanted to, but I was a, I was a hunter and an avid you know, hobby shooter. Uh, I trained a lot myself. I have several friends that are with the police department SWAT team. Uh, we'd get together and train and I always approach, you know, shooting as a practical application because being in the military, I know it, it can't cost you or save your life at any point in time. Um, and then I, I just had an epiphany about, you know, a year, year ago, a little over a year ago that, uh, hey, why, why not try this this competition game? And I, I loaded up what I had, my everyday carry pistol, plain Jane AR-15, and a, a pump-action shotgun and headed to a three-gun match. And uh, 
that kicked it off and I've, I've been at it ever since. Yeah. So, um, I tried three gun one time and actually twice I enjoyed it. But the thing about three gun that deterred me from doing it all the time is that it can get a little expensive. Yeah. The, the cost of three gun that, uh, that's put it, you know, pushed me more towards USPSA. Um, and IDPA outlaw matches. It's just, it's cost sensitive. Um, it's to get into proper training to be competitive in three gun, you have to be able to afford a lot of ammo, a lot of higher end gear. Um, I shoot three gun now for fun. When uh, a local club, Sandhill shooting sports, they put on a, a great three gun match every month. So I'll hit that one just for fun. I don't really travel for three gun too much. Uh, I focus a lot of my efforts on USPSA and, uh, and, and the outlaw matches that I can hit around here with just a pistol. Okay, so now let me ask you this. If someone was to um, hold a conversation around you or to you in regards to doing competition shooting, how would you handle that? Uh, honestly, I, I, I kind of stick my nose in a lot of times when I hear people talking about it because uh, I, I held back for so long. I had you know aspirations to be a competitive shooter for so long, and I would just – I'm not good enough. I need more practice. I need more training. I need a better gun. And uh, once you get in it, man, you see that you don't uh, take what you have. Go shoot. Competitive shooters are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Um, I actually showed up at that first three gun match and had a had a a Stoker pump action. Um, and a guy there just like, hey, I got an FN Mark One in my truck. That's my backup gun. And he let me run run that you know a fifteen hundred dollar shotgun all day. Um, I ran out of ammo at my second match for my rifle, and somebody just hands me 200 rounds of ammo um you'll talk yourself out of it and then once you do it you'll realize that you should have done it a long time ago um so explaining the different games to play uh, the different types of competitions how to get started how to sign up man I, like i said I, I really am an ambassador for the sport i really love getting new shooters involved and bringing them in um i have a a nice property down in lake city and i'll, I'll bring guys over to my house all the time and and get some training sessions in with them and kind of explain to them how, how the different games work. Yeah, that's, that's it right there. Um, I was the same way when I first started doing on uh, competition shooting. Um, I was in the military and I was taking a course with Homeland security and one of the instructors took us to um, a match for part of the course. And ever since then I caught the bug, you know, but once I got out there, I, I did realize you didn't have to go out here and pay $6,000 for a gun. Um, you didn't have to have the craziness that everybody else has to go out there, shoot and have fun. It was just a matter of what you got and how you apply it. Exactly. Um, I hear so many people, you know, think you got to have one of these big race guns. I mean, this gun right here, uh, this $500 cannon. Um, my rifle is j just a, a PSA that I threw together. I've got some, some good parts in it. Um, like I said, just, just take what you've got. My first match, I showed up with a Glock 19, my everyday carry, um, a PSA AR with no, nothing special on it, just a home defense gun. I'd set up with a red dot and uh, just any shotgun. If you don't have a shotgun, go to one. I guarantee you somebody will let you run theirs. Um, and a USPSA match, just I, I get, try to get people to run limited, um, limited minor. Just show up with a plain nine millimeter double stack, three mags, not really gear intensive, and then get started. Yeah, that's the same thing I do. Um... I always tell people you can do production, but that limits you to 10 rounds. But if you do limited, you can do like load it up and just have fun with it. Yeah, that, that's actually where I started. Like I said, I threw that Glock 19. Uh, and the reason I went to USPSA is my, my pistol game was weak. I did a lot of rifle training in the military and outside of it. Uh, I love being a rifleman. I, uh, 
I, I love spitting with my rifle. And uh, I noticed my pistol game is weak, so I said, let me hit USPSA for a while. And I hit it, and uh, I caught the USPSA bug, and now I shoot more USPSA matches than anything. And uh, it really is a, a great game to play. And I started in limited just because it's what I had. You, know, you can buy any Glock. It comes with three mags. You, you know, most people have three mags for, for a nine millimeter. Uh, and once I got into the sport, I realized that production is where I wanted to play. So when I bought mechanic and a few extra mags and, and that's where I run now. Right. So now have you ever had a conversation with someone in regards to um, saying um, competition shooting takes away from like your everyday scenario? Yeah, it's, it's something I run into fairly often. Uh, um, um, in several groups of people that do a lot of defensive shooting and training, training for personal protection and PSD teams and uh, personnel security and, and things of the sort. And they don't want to do competitive shooting because they think it's going to you know, detract from their training that they've been doing uh, for protection. And I, I think that's the farthest from the truth, because while USPSA is a game, IDPA is more a little bit more on the personal protection side, but either both are games. But what you get from each is you, you learn to move fast. You learn, you get weapon manipulation, you get that hand-eye coordination. You no longer have to, to think about things in order to do them. So when that adrenaline is pumping, you do get in that scenario where you are fighting for your life. It's just, I think it's repetition. To, to, to master anything, put 10,000 hours into it and then come talk to me. And it's hard to do just personal protection or your know, security training and get 10,000 hours in, man, go out to some of these competitions, get some of these games. They're going to put you in an uncomfortable situation. They're going to make you shoot when you're out of breath and in weird positions. And Hey, when you're fighting for your life, you may be in a weird position. You may be shooting under a car. You, you may have to run a quarter mile and then have to engage at 50 yards. I mean, you don't know what you're going to have to do. So going to, to any type of competition, it's just going to push your boundaries. The buzzer is going to put that, that stress on you. Um, and it's going to push your limits, just make you a better shooter overall. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know I used to tell people all the time, like, if you want to compare shooting to real life, I want you to go fight a boxer who actually trains every day, who's trying to become a professional and see your fighting skills against that um, boxer. Um, that boxer, he might not be a professional or he might be a professional, but he trains every day. And it could be something as simple as a jab. And um, shooting's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You're working on that draw, like you said, eye-hand coordination. Um, you're thinking, round count, where you got to do reloads and all that other good stuff. Yeah, it, it is. And honestly, I mean, I'll take any you know, D or C class shooter, somebody who, who may, may not be the fastest at the match. They may not be the best, but they're training. Um, mm -hmm. I'll take that over You know, most guys that conceal carry. I, I don't think most people that conceal carry, they just, they tuck a gun in their waistband, they'll run 50 rounds through it a month and think they're proficient with it. And then they don't have enough practice, you know, getting down on those sites, getting that the sites line, getting the trigger squeeze in. Um, the biggest piece of advice I give to anybody that's trying to get better in competitive shooting is dry fire. And I'll come home after 10, 12 hour day, slap on my rig. And I've got a bunch of mini targets pasted up all over my house, actually. And I'll, I'll run through the house and just dry fire for, you know, 20, 30 minutes a night. And you, you'll be surprised at the difference you'll see. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of that as well. Um, let me ask you this one. So out of all the shooting matches you've done, what is the one that stood out in your mind as you thought was, okay, I'm accomplished. This is it. This is my claim to fame. 
But then what's the one thought you had where you was like, oh, my goodness, I hope nobody saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd probably say uh, Sandhill Shooting Sports. They put on a two-gun match a while back. And uh, everything just – it rolled my way, took home fifth overall. Um, That's even with a mess-up or two in a couple of stages. And running it, I can just – things have slowed down for me. Uh, When you first get into it, you're inside of a stage. You're trying to think, I have to go from this target, reload here, go to that target, run to this one, get here. And once you've done enough, you get enough time on the sites and enough time on the buzzer, uh, things slow down. And that that match, I was really able to just just shoot the course. I moved through it, um, got great hits. I was I wouldn't have to think about. It, I was just having fun. And when I took that stress off and I was able to just go through it, shoot, have fun, um, it showed in the standings. And afterwards, I was like, yeah, I've, I've kind of got there to where um, I can start tweaking the small things to get better because I've got the, the big understanding and the mental game down. Um, right. And then the following month, come back to a, uh, a USPSA match and uh, through some pretty bad stages there. And uh, that kind of knocked me back down to form. Um, so going from that time plus down to that, that hit factor score and that that'll definitely show you um, where you're at. Oh yeah. Um, so now shooting the South Carolina state match, what did you think of the courses that was set up there? I I had a blast. And to anybody that's getting into competitive shooting, go to a level two match, go to a state match, a sectional match, go shoot something like that. And it'll, it'll really show who you are as a shooter. Um, and the biggest thing I got from that is mental game. That's, you know, 10 stages. That's a long day of shooting. Um, even though they had, I mean, low country USPSA put on a fantastic match. The staff there did an amazing job. You know, we didn't have to reset. It was just, you, you show up to the stage, you walk it and you shoot it. Um, mm-hmm. And it really pointed out the mental game. There's such a variety of different types of courses and different ways to approach it when you get on the gas, when you get off the gas, um, when, when you can afford to, to sling a few out there and run and when you really have to slow down. Um, and to be a, the ability to forget the last stage and move to the next one was, was a really big thing. Um, I, I would get a stage or two in where I'd you know, finish in the top 10 of my division and you know get pretty good at it and then i'd turn around and let that get to my head the next stage and not put as much concentration as before stepping up to the line and uh that the state match like i said the biggest takeaway i got from that is the mental game you bring to the table and how it affects your shooting yeah um i I thought the stages out there was like phenomenal especially that one where you had to do that at cooper's tunnel oh man that that was the last stage i shot of the day and that that one got me (laughs) Oh, man, I just I want to see like because, you know, I was working it and I was on the stage next to that one. But I, I want to see like how certain people actually ran that stage because um, I didn't actually go through the tunnel. I cut uh, before it, but I ended in the tunnel. That was the last thing. I didn't like go through it and come out and shoot the other end. I, I never thought to take it that way. <laughs> yeah. So um, I did it. It was something like 34 or 35. You know, I that was the last stage of the day, and I had a few other things going on. Um, I threw a mic there. I forgot to reload uh, right before the tunnel. It uh, and luckily that that was one of the the, the few that I didn't get on video uh, because I just I, I, I murdered that stage. Um, oh, yeah. Days playing when I it was the last one today. I said, man, I'm just I'm gonna go burn it down and have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I threw a mic, missed a reload, kind of messed up here and there. So stage ten wasn't what my greatest. Uh, I'd probably say stage five and stage seven so the, the big open field course on stage five and then stage seven diagonally those were uh, those were really well to me man and yeah, stage five it got me also because of um i was having 
issues like all day. Um, I had the wrong ammo in the gun. <laughs> um, the ammo that was ordered, it was for a race gun, uh, you know, so it was a little bit longer. So I just had malfunctions after malfunctions. So it, it took me out to run-ins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw a few of your videos, man. And Hey, I, I commend you. You stayed in the fight. You fought through every one of them and stayed in it. Uh, a lot of people to give up, you know, pack up their stuff. And uh, I like how you, you brought that mindset to it. Hey, you, you fight through it and you, you keep putting rounds down the range. Oh yeah. That was, that was it right there. But um, I said, I'm gonna redeem myself. Whereas um, probably in September, there's another um, level two match. One's in Georgia and the other one's in Tennessee. And I'm still trying to make a determination which one I want to go to. Um, September is a time frame that, that I have seen a couple of sectional matches uh, and state matches in that time frame. Uh, with this upcoming deployment, I'm really not sure where I'm going to be at at the time. But if I'm if I'm in this area, I'm still on this side of the uh, the country. I'm definitely going to going to strap up and head out. Uh, I, I enjoy shooting level twos. It's a it's a great experience. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, after this is over, we'll talk um, a little bit offline about that match. And um, it's just a, a determination of which one I want because both of them are the same distance from here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of which one I want to go to. Yep. So now outside of that, I have to ask you this question because this is a question that I ask everyone who shoots competition. What is your favorite gun and why? Uh, my favorite gun is going to have to be the, the AR-15 platform. Actually, uh. This one right here. Um, this is Ace. I put Ace together five years ago. It's He's been through three barrels, um, about five different triggers. Uh, same bolt carrier group. I actually just posted a picture a while back. I finally smashed the buffer. Um, Got to get a new buffer to go in it. Um, it's just the, the platform itself is so modular. It can, it can fit anybody. Um, you can make it smaller. You can make it larger. You can go up to a, you know, different size of, of of ammo all the way up to you know 308 you know or even you know a 458 socom on the same platform it's with it being so modular it's i think it could fit everybody um right. the, the only downfall I really see with the platforms when you throw a suppressor on it with with it being a you know a gas impingement system to throw some back in your face but other than that i've deer hunted with with this same ar-15 um I've shot competition with it. I've done several carbine courses, um, done a lot of training with it. I, just, I don't think the, the AR-15 platform can be surpassed um, because it's kind of a jack of all trades. You can, you can clear a room with it and I can lay down and engage it, you know, six, 700 yards of the same rifle. Um, it, it can do a little bit of everything. So I, I think it's just, uh, it, it's at the top of the game. Oh yeah. Now, have you ever done um, any two gun matches? I have, I haven't done any of the precision uh, matches. Um, once I get back from this deployment, I've actually been talking a little bit with, uh, with Ashton Johnson, um, and a few other guys about hitting a few of these precision matches. My boy, Cameron Hayes, shout out. Hey, C four, nine, four. Um, and they're really big precision shooters. Uh, so I would like to step into that arena. The two gun matches I've shot have been a uh, rifle pistol and been set up more along the lines of a three gun, just without the shotgun. And I love those. Um, they're just, they're hard to find right now. If somebody out there, Start putting on more two gun matches with rifle pistol in that format. I'll, I'll definitely be a big supporter um, because, like you know, a veteran yourself, a lot of times that's that's going to be the setup you're going to be running overseas, yep. as well as the ideal setup if you know you have to do anything stateside. 
So I really love getting the, those transitions in that practice between one and the next. Now, when I was doing a search for the two gun matches, it seemed like this was last year. It was a lot of them taking place in the North Carolina area. Yeah. Um, I used to actually live in North Carolina in the Hickory Newton area. Um, there is a lot of shooting up there. I, I try to hit a few matches when I can up there. It's just, it's a, it's a good drive and there's so many matches close by here. Uh, but there does seem to be, especially in the uh, western part of the, the state of North Carolina, there's so many different clubs that are holding different types of matches. Um, it's just more accessible. Right. All right. All right. So is there um, anybody who you want to give shout outs to and actually tell the people how they can contact you and reach out and see your work? Uh, right now, I just started a YouTube channel. I have zero followers. The only video I posted is, uh, is a breakdown of the uh, – the South Carolina State match. Uh, Ryan J1022 on YouTube, Ryan J1022 on Instagram. I post on there a little bit, but Facebook is where I post most of my work. Uh, you'll see a, a lot of shooting memes and uh, and humor on there. But uh, uh, Ryan Lee on Facebook. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to everybody who's coached me along the way. I, I can sit here and list off you know, a list of names. Um, you show up at any event and you're going to see them. Um, mm -hmm. Anybody that, if you want to get into the shooting sports, contact myself, contact Michael. Um, Sandhill Shooting Sports in Lugolf, South Carolina. It's a great place for beginners um, as well as veterans that like to shoot. They hold a, a match for almost every weekend. It's reach out to those guys. Palmetto State Armory, the Fernandia location, Cody McNeely, he puts on some, some fantastic matches. Um, Mike Britt's up at Low Country USPSA, Palmetto Gun Club in Charleston. Um, all these places, fantastic places to shoot. I love every one of them. Um, get on practice store, just get out and shoot. If you have any questions, I'm available 24 seven. Uh, shoot me a message. We'll get on a FaceTime, come out to my place. We'll, we'll get together and shoot. And I'll, I'll explain, you know, what game is right for you, how to get into it. And uh, let's get you out there shooting guys. Hey, that's it right there. You heard it. <laughs> Ryan Lee, my buddy. All right. So um, I want to go ahead and thank Ryan for coming on, taking the time to having a conversation with us. And if you actually come out to the matches, you'll get to talk to him in person. You know, um, bring a lunch, bring some bullets, bring some water. Let's get it going. All right. Thanks again, Brian. Uh, Ryan, I keep calling you Brian, but thanks again, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you, brother. All right. For those who are looking to contact me, visit m-wtactical.com. But make sure you go to our Instagram and Facebook and search for m-wtactical to find our page so you can follow us there. If you decide to give me a call at 803-250-1256, and I do not answer, please leave a voicemail or a text message, and I promise I will get back to you. Until next time, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun.